0: just it was wonderful oh it was brilliant it was brilliant that's a lie you're a national treasure <laughs> what is it they say i think they say something like oh american idol more like american treasure or something like that yeah something like that yeah so today we're covering something a little bit different than our uh, blood-sucking bosses we are going to delve into takashi Miike's 1999 j horror audition yes a long time coming for me yeah um i think a long time coming on this podcast, I'm pretty sure back in episode one we said we'd do a audition. Probably
1: because it would, uh, it
0: would. Yeah, because of the Takashimiky uh, cameo.
1: But I ah. went to watch this film like a good few times through through the years. Ago, oh really? Just, yeah, I like, just never ended up watching it.
0: Yeah, this was my third time watching it. Oh really? Yeah, I watched it a good few years ago, and then
1: I think I remember you the first time you watched it. I think you mentioned it to me.
0: Yeah, probably. And then yeah, I watched it. Rewatch it again not that long ago, and then... For this. Yeah, and it's always a joy to watch. Well, I finished it about two hours ago, so... Oh, I'm so very it'll be fresh. Very, yeah, very fresh in your memory. So you've seen a few of Mieke's films, haven't you? Yes. Yeah. Without giving away too much, does this uh, compare with the other ones you've seen?
1: For how it's remembered, this film, from, you know from what people say about it, it's weird, because I would say this is one of his most tame films.
0: Yeah, if you compare it to something like Itchy the Killer,
1: of course. But I mean, that's him going like all For, out. Yeah, but, I yeah. Mean, whereas like you know, there's there's films like he's done like you know Blade of the Immortal and uh, his newest one, First Love, which is they're both kind of like they're very different. He always seems to do like very different films. That's what I like about <laughs> Takashi Miike. and they either seem to be really good or fucking awful. <laughs> yeah, and I, I think it's the case of the fact of like he just does whatever he wants. Well he's I mean?
0: he's directed like Blade of the Mortal was advertised as his 100th film. Exactly, so yeah. You are bound me. to have a few stinkers if you've made 100. Oh, of course films. he's done loads,
1: but but I but most of the films I've watched of him I really I really enjoy him as a director. Yeah. So this this was very interesting to watch because I've seen pretty much everything else he's well no I haven't because it's like 100 films. <laughs> yeah. But I've seen pretty much a lot of his well-known ones.
0: Yeah, I think um, over here we're only really going to have access to yeah, I looked at the one
1: point. I think I was looking them up at one point. I think this was after I'd watched *Blade of the Immortal*, and I was like, "I need more of this guy." And it was just ridiculous. Like, there's you can get about two
0: percent of his films here. I think. Yeah, and that, that's it's still, still films. I mean, that was some awful maths. Yeah, even I knew that. I was like, two percent. I mean, two percent of a hundred is two. Exactly. Yeah.
1: I mean, <laughs> so by, by
0: yeah, by your logic, you can get *Blade of the Immortal* and *Audition*. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I haven't got around to watching it yet, but he did a film called The Happiness of the Katakuris. Is it a musical? Just, the
1: fucking weird musical thing.
0: Yeah, it's it's often described as um, the Sound of Music meets Dawn of the Dead.
1: Yeah, they they like and, this family that live on a hill or something. They
0: yeah, them. and there's loads of like claymation, stop motion stuff in it. It just looks yeah fucking bonkers. I've had it for a while and still need to. I was
1: going to say I remember you saying on. You've
0: got that. Yeah, I've had it for ages now. I've got a fair few of his films that I've not watched yet. Yeah.
1: Yeah,
0: well, I've not you seen... You've got the,
1: you the miscall thing as well, I think. He did yes, to...
0: of course. Yeah, he did the first one of them. I've got that. I've got um, Blade of the Immortal that you were on about. Mm-hmm. Uh, terraformers or Terraformars, or however oh, how it's pronounced.
1: weird looking...
0: Yeah. yeah. I've heard that one's not great, but I found yeah. it for like three quid. So I thought I'd give it a shot.
1: He's yeah. also like known for, you know... Earlier on in his career, from making like some of the best um Japanese crime films,
0: yeah, yeah, which is saying something I because there's quite a lot of uh...
1: very, very good Japanese yeah. crime films, yes, yeah
0: right, enough uh wanking off to Kashimike, should we wank off one of his films?
1: I mean, you can
0: oh maybe we watch guess
1: <laughs> oh that's worse, I suppose, but at least i 'm not wanking him or the film off. <laughs>
0: Did you watch the uh, the oh, director I intro? Him. I
1: love him, Richard. I love yeah. him. He's yeah. like an adorable little man. It's great. He's <laughs> he's so nervous. He's just like, oh, I hope you like my film. I don't know if I'd like it these days, but you know, you might like it. And it's like, do you, did you not say that if you watch his film back, like now, he's like, oh, that's just fucking shit. Can you imagine? Well,
0: he like, was said, you know, watching it back, there might be a few things that I'm a bit disappointed with, but at least he can take criticism i guess well i mean what kind of director are you if you never if you
1: if you stop evolving yeah yeah exactly so i completely agree with him like he's yeah. just so adorable
0: <laughs> but do you, do you not think his little oh i'm so nervous is just him parodying his own movie
1: Possibly. yeah i get what you mean like the audition i mean i, I afterwards you get that but it's yeah. just like if he, if he has done it there's a, like there's a bit where they kind of leave it at the end of the introduction and he says you know he basically says you know thank you enjoy the film and then he kind of looks looks at the camera, and then he kind of looks off and like does this weird like nervous grin like to whoever's behind the camera. And I'm like, I don't know if if this is an act, <laughs> or if he is actually just nervous. Like, I don't know. So, some directors, some people are like, don't really don't like being in front of the camera.
0: Yeah, they you much prefer I mean? being so, behind it. Hence, why yeah, the directors. So, I
1: mean, possibly he's like that. I, I don't know. Because yeah. the thing is, when I watched the, the special features for Hostel about his cameo, he was nervous then. He yeah. you know saying he was yeah. like, oh, I'm a bit, I'm nervous about this. I don't know any English or anything like that. I think he's just nervous guy. Yeah. And he's just, you know, he's, he's you know, he's an aficionado of, of directing films, I guess. Like, we can't all be Spielberg, I guess.
0: <laughs> Do we all want to be?
1: Nah, not really. The, the stuff he releases now is shite. Wasn't Ready Player One supposed to be good? Uh, I didn't think. I didn't hear. So. Oh really? I, it, did, it didn't interest me in the slightest. I was like, I, I don't care. It just seemed like a way of like you know like there was like everything was in that Richard Godzilla was in it like. Isn't Trumpy, everything isn't was in it? Yeah, like it was just I just thought it was silly. I was like, I can't know, I can't deal with this. It's too much for me. And then I heard that it was very meh.
0: Oh, well, all right. No, I've heard different things. That's yeah, disappointing.
1: Like, uh, doesn't really like that concept. Didn't really interest me anyway.
0: Well, coming up next week, Ready Player One by Steven <laughs> Spielberg. Off.
1: Yeah, this is where I love it.
0: <laughs> Took over Jurassic Park for me.
1: Fuck off. It's even got a T-Rex in it, I think.
0: <laughs> is it the T-Rex?
1: I think so. I mean, it would make sense, wouldn't
0: it? Because it's him. Well, I hear uh, Liam Neeson in it replies in his role as Schindler. Uh, he's probably there somewhere, Richard. <laughs> I make lists. I have AIDS. Right, so... The film starts with a kid and he's walking in, like, he's walking down like a hospital corridor and he's got like a little dinosaur sculpture that he's made.
1: Yeah, and it's has like a get well present for his mum. Yeah,
0: it says, Get well soon, mum.
1: Ha! Funny thing is, she dies in the next scene
0: <laughs> and he doesn't even get to give her his present. I mean, was it funny? No, it really wasn't. Just it say, were well, you sitting there laughing, laughing like, I look at this kid, his mum's dead.
1: It took me off guard because I was like, oh, this is going to start with some horrible fucking gory shit, isn't it? And I was like, oh no. This is awful. It's not nice at all. She the, the worst thing is, is that she dies literally just before he gets to the door.
0: Literally just. Like no, and
1: then he's I, just, oh, I've made him a dinosaur. And it's like, well, she's fucking dead. The thing is though,
0: like the thing is though, like, the kid's so polite because he stops to like say hello to one of the nurses. And it's like, if you didn't stop to say yeah. hello, you could have got the uh, sculpture to your dead mum in time, but no, yeah. you, that, you that, that might have gave bucks? her the will to live so like, I'm going to hang on I'm going to beat this but Magically she's just sitting there like, out, well like... my own fucking son's not coming to see me I might as well <laughs> die like this is your fucking fault you little cunt
1: <laughs> what did I tell you about being so fucking polite The manners fucking... cost nothing yeah well well you shouldn't have fucking listened to me you little not bastard. when it comes when to, to your
0: mum dying <laughs> yeah You run through crowds of fucking people. I've got to get this fucking
1: sculpture to my fucking mum. If you've got to get a sculpture to your mum who's dying in bed, you turn Cockney wherever you are. I'm telling you.
0: They're not At least you're in a Cockney.
1: Get out of fucking way. I need to get this fucking dinosaur to my cunting mother who's dying.
0: Audition. Jason Statham edition. (laughs) I'm looking for a fucking audition, you cunt. He plays every character.
1: I'm here for the audition. You fucking can. Fucking deeper. Oh no. Oh no. Oh, I can't even laugh at that. But that really, that bit really freaked me
0: out. Yeah. Well, we'll get, we'll it's, get.
1: It's, it's not even funny thinking it was yeah. Jason Statham. I don't, I don't know. If, I don't know if it's worse. Deeper.
0: <laughs> deeper.
1: <laughs> or, or is it him with a hype? Deeper. 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 Like it's just a really high pitched Statham.
0: Oh dear God. Oh no. <laughs>
1: Yeah let, let's not get into that bit yet.
0: Right yeah. <laughs> let's just get to the death of a child's mother. Yeah that's better. Like like Disney do
1: it at the start of their films all the time. Don't worry about it. Yeah true
0: good. true yeah yeah. So his his mum gets fucking Bambi's mum. Yeah.
1: Well there's what well, there's one bit obviously uh, before it you know shows the title screen and you know the kid obviously is at the door and he's obviously like oh fuck my mum's dead. And he's like I think he I think he calls to his dad who's like pretty much like you know just collapsed
0: in yeah he's just wallowing uh, in despair isn't he
1: yeah and there's this really really well i liked it really really cool moment where the dad kind of turns around and the kid's like oh i've got a present for mum and the dad gives him this look right and then nods at him like you know as if you say oh yeah you've got a present but i don't i think that point that's the moment where the dad goes fuck i still need to continue
0: yeah, because yeah. I still need to I've go. still got to look after my son alone.
1: Yeah, and it and it seems like that that nod is so good because it's like I don't think he's even really nodding at the kid. I think he's nodding to himself, where he's just like, "This is."
0: Yeah, he's I just accepting what his like, fate I, is now. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he's like, I, I can't, I can't like let myself go, for because she's dead. Like I have to keep myself together now for him. Yeah. I don't know, it was like it was a great way to start. And then and then straight after this they show the title screen right? And it's the mum uh the mum. Jesus can you imagine that it's the dad and the son kind of like walking down the street. Yeah. And it's like, oh I get it. You know, it's like this is what they've got to live for now, they've got to live for each other.
0: Yeah. There's a few shots like that, isn't there, where it's yes. just somebody yeah, walking well, through I, streets or down corridors and stuff.
1: Yeah. we get the scene with them fishing as well now, don't we? And
0: Yeah, this is just like a nice little character building.
1: Yeah. Because I I think, you know, the whole point of the the movie is that the dad's, you know, spoilers, but the whole point of the movie is the dad's trying to remarry. Yeah. Essentially, because the kid's old enough now to be interested in girls himself.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So he's kind of like... Even getting remarried, he's (laughs) sort of doing for his son, because it's his son that brings him up.
1: Well, it's you know, it's it's that, you can tell, it's that kind of unofficial thing between dad and uh, son, where the son's kind of like, look dad you know i love you i know you've done everything for me but you know i need to go and do my own things now Yeah, what i mean like well, it's like he... i think it's it's harder for the dad to to get his head round to be honest with you i think he's kind of like i don't really know how to do this anymore yeah, like, yeah. i live for my son for however many years
0: yeah exactly so the, he, he's definitely lived for his son but now it's like his son's letting him off the hook and it's like i don't need you as much anymore you can yeah you don't have to be alone anymore. You can go remarry, you know, live for yourself now. And uh, just, you just just, just you go back to the uh, fishing scene quickly. Uh, it even yeah. has like another bit where it shows you that he definitely is always putting his son first because he gets like a work call and he's basically like, you know, I can't really talk now. You know, I'm, I'm fishing with my son. I'll speak to you later. Which is so good to see. Yeah. Like,
1: especially in a Japanese... I mean, I'm not being, you know, like to Japanese but I mean, it, you know, obviously Japanese men and own you know, you know, a very stereotypically known for being
0: very work. Yeah, you know, yeah, they, yeah. they, they well, very yeah, work. They don't focused. really care.
1: They they do care about the family, but it's not really like it's kind of like the work comes first. So it was kind of nice to see in this film where the dad is is actually like fully a dad. He's
0: yeah. like, no, no, I'll do my work, but because even doing, even so. in just films in general, that's how the dad seem to be portrayed. Yeah, it's very. They're always work distant. Yeah, and then, like, the message at the end yeah, of the miss, film is, you know, is that, that they he, shouldn't be working. Oh, he so much. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. yeah,
0: But whereas this guy's just like, you know, son, then work.
1: But in the next scene, they have a lovely conversation about a fish's ovaries. Yeah. So there's that. Um, this is, I think this is where the, the son first says that his dad should remarry, shouldn't he? Because I think, I think yeah. he says yeah. something about, like, is it black sea breams, which is a type of fish, I guess, and they start off as males and then they eventually can become hermaphrodites. Yeah. And then the, I think the dad says, Oh, this, they're eating the fish, obviously, that they caught. And he's like, Oh, this one's a, you know, this one's a, a male, isn't it? And, and the lad's like, Oh, no. Remember, we, we we had her ovaries. And it's like, Oh, my good Lord. It's not fair. And then his dad turns around. He's like, I don't know much about ovaries. It's like, I mean, I don't think many people do, mate. Like, to be honest with you. It's like besides medical experts, like, I I'm, I'm really interested in the ovaries what's your hobby i play tennis what's yours i research ovaries
0: makes a bit more sense for you <laughs> you know
1: what maybe <laughs> maybe it's the point where he's like you know i don't know much about ovaries and the son's like fucking hell dad like you need to go get remarried you turn him weird
0: after this the film is just a two-hour lecture about ovaries but oh, i was expecting <laughs> yeah. some japanese horror
1: i was expecting japanese horror for about three quarters of this fucking movie Richard.
0: <laughs> yeah it's a slow burn isn't it?
1: Yeah but it's never well we'll get into that later I'll, I'll leave that <laughs> for, for the end but there's, a, there's another shot that I really like next as well and his dad is essentially, I think the kid comes in and he's like oh it's your turn tonight and he's on about the dishes and it, don't, it shows you the shot, now this shot's like in like pretty much every fucking American thing, you know film known to man where it's the stereotypical thing of like the mum and the dad doing the dishes together yeah. And there's this shot where it's like the dad's just doing the dishes on his own and I was like wow that's a pretty good shot because it just shows you like you know like how lonely he really is I guess because he's like he's doing everything like himself like he's looking after his kid doing the dishes you know like I said I know the kid and him have worked out like you know a short turn tonight but that's why not just do
0: the dishes the together?
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess. I guess, but I think it's another way of like you know that's it's kind of like a thing you know like that's not something like two males would do together. You know, they go fishing, but it's not as if like, you know, me and you, if you were in my house, like, oh, should we do the dishes? He's yeah. Quite, um. I think I'm no. quite thankful. Yeah. Like I, I don't know. Like, not really. It's a bit weird that is. But it's something like me and Charlotte where we'd be like, "Oh, I'll wash and you dry." Do you know what I mean? So it's like I, I really like the scene where the, just the dishes shot where he was just like on his own. I was like, that speaks thousand words.
0: Well, you get the you get the feeling that his life is very monotonous because you get like little scenes like this a lot where it's he just seems to have the same routine of go to work, have dinner, have a drink, yeah, do dishes, stuff like that, over and over again. Um, we get a little scene, and it's our first scene where the dad... What's the dad's name? You looked it up, didn't you?
1: His name is Shiggy Huddle.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm probably just going to refer to him as the dad for most yeah. of the film. Call him Shiggy. <laughs> Shaggy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God.
0: <laughs> Why is there not an American remake where Shaggy plays the dad?
1: Oh, my God. What? What is in, like, are you on about Matthew Lilliard <laughs> plays... <laughs> I was on about
0: the uh, the, the singer. <laughs> oh, my God.
1: <laughs> Shuggy. That would be <laughs> awful.
0: I'm going I'm to
1: remarry All- son.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Awfully brilliant.
1: Oh, I would
0: watch it. Definitely, yeah. But, yeah, the the, the dad works in the film industry, doesn't he? Yes. Is he, is he? I mean, I'm assuming he's like a casting agent or something like that.
1: Who is? The, yeah, yeah.
0: He's He works in
1: films or something. Yeah. Um, and he says he's, you know, obviously, like, specialised in doing auditions. I think he says, like, oh, I'm an expert auditioner or something.
0: That seems like a weird thing to, um, I'm i an expert at watching people and judging them. Yeah, I, get, I mean, I think we're all good at that, to be honest. <laughs> it's
1: called people watching.
0: But yeah, he has a little uh, conversation with, I think she's his receptionist, or she's a receptionist for the business as a whole. Yeah. Or, you know, either that or his personal secretary. I'm not really sure. And she, she's talking about how she's getting married, but she doesn't know to who. Yes. And I was like, I didn't. Is that a yeah a thing in Japan still? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think
1: so. I don't want to go ahead and say I'm fucking concrete on that, but I, I think so, Richard.
0: So I, I know it was still somewhat popular just, in like, like said, India and stuff.
1: Yeah, I think it. obviously you know the case of like i said most of the dads are like businessmen so you like marry them into like different families that are very wealthy it's it's that kind of thing yeah it's like oh is this gonna is this gonna benefit our family i really don't know if it still goes on today but I, I'm, I mean, I'm fucking certain it did when this film.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, it is over twenty years old now. Because he, the when
1: him and his friend are talking about it in the next scene, his friend even says to the de- to the to Shiggy Haru
0: Yeah, they mention arranged girl, marriages, don't they?
1: Yeah, he's like, "Are you going to have an arranged one?" And, and then Shiggy Harry is like, "I don't think I want that. I think I want somebody that I want instead of somebody that's going to benefit me."
0: Yeah, he's on about how he doesn't want like a common girl. Because common girls are stupid. Yeah,
1: well, they're at the bar, and like there's like a load of girls like having a fucking hen night or something. Yeah, like, yeah. I assume so. And, and he's and his mates kind of like, oh, these fucking common girls. There's a really good line where he kind of just looks at his drink and he's like, Japan is finished. Jesus Christ, mate. Like, this got fucking
0: depressing. Well, I know I they, like, I, I, I know that, that they mentioned, there. I mean, I don't know if like this was based on historical truth, but they're on about um, recessions, weren't they? Because they were saying like recessions don't really yeah. affect films.
1: And he's kind of like, oh, do they not? And he's like, no, I'm just joking. With you. Like, obviously, it affects films. Um, just for, before we go on with this scene, one thing I noticed as well, which obviously does become prevalent, is the fact that there is some sort of uncomfortable uncomfortab- like, you know, like atmosphere with Shigiharu and the, I think her name, I think the secretary is called Ry- Ryoko or something. Ryoko? but there's, there's some sort of weird atmosphere between them. Like she seems to be very like clingy to him and then he kind of like blows her off every time.
0: Yeah, which yeah.
1: eventually eventually turns into something.
0: Because he he's on about how he wants like um he wants like a woman who has her own accomplishments. But his his mate's on about oh she'll cost you a fortune. And I'm like well if she's accomplished in her own right then yeah, surely she wouldn't. And it's his mate who's on about you know we should host a, a mock audition to find you what a, a wife. A horrible
1: thing to do. Oh
0: her. yeah, what a terrible terrible thing right. to do.
1: What a really horrible thing to do. It was like, yeah. even Shigiharu actually does express his concerns for it, doesn't he?
0: Because he's kind of like, I don't know if I'm up for this. Well, but does, like, I'm pretty he sure he's like is, like, is like, is this even like legal?
1: Yeah, it's a bit weird.
0: Is there, they're even like, like it, going yeah, to the point of like, well, we'll act as if it is a real film, but then, you know, yeah, so get the end. his friend's
1: like, oh, you know, the, the film doesn't have to succeed. Yeah. Like that, you know, we'll just we'll just tell them that. And it's like, yeah, just like, oh,
0: the film got cancelled or whatever. It's like, just go on fucking Tinder, mate. God, can you imagine? Film finishes in two minutes. It should, it just does seem like a very very odd way to find a potential wife. Not I mean, even like not I even said, just god. like a fling, a wife.
1: I'm not even gonna. I'm not gonna be offensive here, or maybe I am. But um, like it's it's just the most Japanese thing ever. Do you know what I mean? It's like it's like oh my god, like. You wouldn't even get that story like in a in a Western movie, I don't. Not unless it was like not, a, not played, unless it
0: was like a fucking Harvey like Weinstein movie or something. Oh dear. No, that's well that's
1: what yeah, but that was behind the scenes, Richard, not in the film. But yeah, his mate says that he'll put the ad for the audition on like the radio or something.
0: Yeah, they're gonna call uh, it tomorrow's heroine, aren't they?
1: Yeah, and Shiggy Harrow hears the the advert when he's in his car. He's kind of listening to it and it kind of does his little cut and there's this well, you can only see her from behind, but it's kind of like this young-looking girl who's listening to the radio. And she's just, like, <laughs> sitting there, kind of motionless, just listening to the radio. And that's all you see of her, and then it cuts away. Dad arrives home at this point, and the we're, we're introduced to the maid. Uh,
0: I'm surprised, I'm surprised maid. they didn't have, uh, like, a stereotypical, like, English maid or something. Because you know how, in, like, in American or Western films in general, they always have, like, the stereotypical Asian maid? <laughs> yeah. It's like have an English one, like "Good evening, sir." <laughs> yeah, he's like, "I
1: don't understand you. I've told you several times. You're in Japan.
0: Speak Japanese."
1: But um, the maid is like semi-important. You have a few scenes with her. She's semi-important for a a very like a quite long scene at the end of the film. But apart from that, she doesn't really come into it too much.
0: No, I think these these little scenes are just to set up that she's yep. exists really. Yeah, because she's in... has got
1: a dog. Um, called Gengu or something. Yeah,
0: yeah. nothing bad Which happens is... to the dog, luckily.
1: Well, as soon as I saw the dog, I was like, cheers. Really. Yeah. <laughs> like, great. great. <sighs> it's a Japanese yeah. film that's got a dog in it, great. They're <laughs> lovely to the dog as well. I was like, oh, I oh, I know. They're all so nice to it as well. I was yeah. like, I'm sick of this. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> sick so, but the only thing <laughs> I noticed as well is that they refer to the dog as a male, and it's quite it's quite fucking, uh, a, a, um, I'm trying to think of the word, but it, it's very noticeable that it's a female.
0: Oh, is I was mean, it, yeah, I didn't clip.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's not—not not that it does anything to the film, but I was just like, no, it's,
0: it's ruined a, the film for me. I can, Half a star.
1: See the dog's nipples. Cover up your dog. Cover that's the—that's
0: that's the thats the uh, quote of the episode right there. I can see the dog's yeah. nipples. <laughs> I'm just gonna edit that to the start out of context.
1: Put a uh, put a trigger warning at the uh, beginning. Dog of the nipple episode. trigger. You know, if you don't like dog nipples, someone talks about it. There you go. So the dad is given like thirty files.
0: Yeah, and oh, his no, mate it
1: might, be, might be more actually because he says pick.
0: Her. Oh yeah, that's so good. Yeah, he gets alone. all the the uh, CVs and he's told to pick thirty of them.
1: And while he's looking at these files as well, I, I love these little details. But he he turns his the picture of his wife around. You know, like as if he doesn't want to want her to see. Yeah, which I really liked. I was like, this this guy's a really good character. I was like, I, I like him. <laughs> he's like, he just seems so like nervous about this situation. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so his, his friend basically says, pick 30 girls, and he's like, make sure to look at the essays that come with him as well. He's like, don't just look at the picture. I think he accidentally stumbles onto this one file because he drops his coffee on it or something. And he's like, you know, obviously he's, he's scrambling to to get his coffee off it. And then he, he pulls the file out. And uh, it turns out it's this girl, um, Asa, Asami, and she's... She's had like twelve years ballet experience, you know. I think, you know, he's 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 kind of reading the essay, you know, oh my god, she's like she's kind of what I'm this is what I'm looking for. Um it turns out the essay explains that she's got like a bum hip. Could have been I could have been pro if it went my my bum hip. Um and she can't she can't do ballet anymore, I guess, because yeah. she's got a, a bum hip. So you kind of get the impression that he's kind of head over heels with her straight away yeah, I love at first sight.: He kind of has like, sense. Yeah, he, he kind of starts doing this like schoolboy kind of routine. he's like, "Oh my God, she's amazing. yeah he's, he, he's, got he's even got like hip. a big Everything grin. Looking for. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> he's, he's even got like the big grin on his face, like, yeah. yeah.
1: So his son comes home and he's got his girlfriend. He comes home with his girlfriend. They're talking about dinosaurs, which is awesome. That's probably what I do. Yeah, I
0: think this guy always seems to be going on about dinosaurs. dinosaurs. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: his dad kind of introduces himself before, like, taking the dog out. And, like, this is kind of, like, the only point where he talks to this the girlfriend. But, again, this comes back as well. Also, there's kind of, like, a a little moment between him and his son where he kind of gives him a look before he takes the dog out, as if he's kind of saying, like, look, I'm giving you a... giving you time to uh, do the dirty here,
0: son. <laughs> fuck her, son. You, fuck a good.
1: Need, you, yeah, Take her space, up the wrong end. I'm one. taking the dog out. Can you imagine if that's what he said before he went out, and she's like, uh, excuse
0: I me. I can hear you, and I am game.
1: I'm going to hear you as well when he starts fucking you.
0: <laughs> this would only be in the uh, Jason Safer edition.
1: <laughs> I'm going to fuck you. Fucking give her a good one, lad. Dinosaurs, you'll think I'm a fucking dinosaur after this, you bitch. call me (laughs) t-rex oh fucking hell but we get like a little montage scene now where they're beginning the auditions it's kind of like this running theme where you know it's like these girls obviously trying out for this role and they're doing different things there's like cheerleaders and there's dancers and there's one girl just gets naked yeah i was like why
0: but they 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 ask them really weird questions like who's your favorite character have you ever had loveless sex Who's your dad? It's like, I don't, I, mean, I don't. I don't think you'll know it. Maybe, maybe they, know. maybe they were hoping you are daddy. <laughs> yeah. My favourite bit is when there's just this one like woman who clearly doesn't fit the bill of what they're looking for in a pink top. And she's just yeah. sitting there on my chair, smiling, and they both like and look at just each other at her like, like <laughs> yeah, <but laughs> yeah, no, no. She, she's fucking terrible. But the 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 thing that you see
1: is that um, Shigiharu is not really interested in any. Well, of he
0: looks down his list to find out which when number Sammy Asami is, and here. she's like all the way down at like yeah. twenty eight, and he's got yeah, like this so look he, of like, have I really got to go through all of this? Because um, it's only um, his friend that's.
1: Uh, I, I need to find his friend's name so I can give him the respect to at least refer to him his name once. Yasuhisa, his friend, is like basically asking like all the questions. And, he, and they, they eventually take a break. And his mate's kind of like, you know, why are you not asking any questions, mate? Like, are you not bothered about this anymore? Because we'll just stop it. You know, the, the, the dad, the, um, Shigiharu, he's kind of just like, oh, no, no, it's fine. Let's just, you know, let's just keep going. And he goes out. He's like, I'm just going to nip to the toilet. And while he's going to the toilet, he looks into there's like a uh, like a canteen room with all the auditioners that are waiting and uh he he kind of spots Asami, but she's looking away from him. she's kind of like just sitting there on a table motionless essentially like looking at the wall, but obviously you're supposed to you know realize it's her so they they start the auditions back up, and she, you know she finally she finally takes a turn, and she's like this really extremely soft spoken You know, that nervous, shy girl. Yeah. You know, she's kind of like very, very reserved. Like she's she's not very... She speaks really quietly, doesn't she?
0: Yeah. Like really softly.
1: And you can already see that Haru is like transfixed by her. And this is where he starts asking questions because his friend gives him a look, doesn't he? He's kind of like, oh, fuck, you're asking a question. And uh, I think he asked her about her, her hip and the ballet, you know, and, and all this, this shit, all like really personal questions and he says that there was, there was something in her essay where she described comparing losing you know, she, she says that she put everything into ballet, like ballet was like her fucking life, you know, she lived for ballet and she essentially says that, you know, the comparison to losing something that important to you is like accepting death, which I, you know I'm like, a little bit over dramatic there, love, but you know <laughs> i I get it but he kind of bonds with her over that because obviously he's lost something he's lost his wife so he completely understands that sentiment he completely understands like where she's coming from this is this this theme of like asami and shigiharu um essentially like bonding over this the same you know they've both lost something very 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 important to them yeah and i'm guessing that he's had that Them, you know, them times where he's like, you know, it's probably just better off if I'm dead because I haven't got my wife. Like, this is literally all I want.
0: Um, You get the impression that if it wasn't for his son, he'd probably kill himself. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think he'd probably, or he'd be severely depressed. Yeah. But this theme that gets set up with this scene straight away is this runs through like the whole film and then becomes very important, like at the end, this relationship between her and him. This is the kind of thing that threw me about this film because. Spoiler alert! But most of this film is about building the relationship between Shigiharu and Asami. There's not really that much horror until like a good halfway through.
0: Yeah, it's not. It doesn't really ramp up the horror until like the third act.
1: So they finish the uh, they finish the interview with her, and you know she leaves, and basically his mates like, you know, fucking hell, like, why are you asking her all the questions? Like, are you, you know, you seem like you're head over heels with her. And um, obviously the guy, you know, Shigiharu is like, fuck, fucking am. Like, I think I think she's probably going to be the one. And his friend says something like, he's like, you know, I can't put my finger on it. He's like, but there's something wrong with her. Yeah. He's like, I don't know what it is. He's like, I just don't like her. He's like, you know, be careful around this this girl. He's like, I don't know.
0: But he basically he goes on about sorry. this, like, every scene he's in from now on.
1: Exactly, yeah. Which he ends up being right, I guess.
0: So. Yeah, should have listened to his mate. Bros yeah. before hers.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, it, you, you know, you get another scene with uh, him and his son now. And, uh, you know, he's kind of talking about, his son's girlfriend, you know, he's like, oh, fucking hell, get in there, mate. And uh, his son's obviously saying, you know, like, you know, have you thought any more about remarrying? You know, where where are you on this? And so the dad, go, he goes and looks through the file again. And obviously because he's, you know, pretty head over heels for this this fucking girl, he calls the girl. And she basically, you know, you, you know he answers the phone. She's kind of like, oh, I'm so happy you called. Like, you know, I was really looking forward. You know, I, I really had a good time in the interview, but it was more because, like, I liked you and stuff. Yeah, like this. yeah and they basically set up a date to like meet up again to talk about the film and it's great because he comes off the phone and the dad does this like fist pump where
0: he's like yes. <laughs> yeah yeah like he's and like a like... fucking like 15 year old who's just got and his first date
1: we've all been there and it's so nice to see like he's just yeah. so happy he's like yeah. oh my god like i've actually got something to look forward to you know what yeah. i mean so his his friend calls again and he basically tells him that you know he was like look, I didn't feel right about the girl that you're on about. And he's like, you know, I've just, uh, you know, I wanted to check on her story. Basically, the... the he's, he's
0: rang up she, the yeah. agency that she claimed to be with.
1: Yes. She says something about it in her audition where she's like, oh, I used to be with this company. And because his friend kind of asks her to elaborate on that, doesn't he? He's like, oh, who? what was the name of the guy that you worked for, if you don't mind me asking? And she's, you know, she obviously tells him. So his mate calls back. And his mate's like, look, I looked this up. And uh, the guy that the girl was talking about, he's like, he's disappeared. Like, nobody can find him.
0: Which is, well, I guess, one of your first warning signs that they're sewing up with. Yes. Yeah, exactly. With Asami. But we we cut to their first date now, don't we? Yeah.
1: There's, and there's, it's it's, it's of
0: initially of through, POV like, shot? yeah, it's through Asami's POV for the first start of the date.
1: Yeah. I think it does this twice. Through the film, I think it does it again when um, when they first meet up in the in the motel or wherever they go, like yeah. a beach house or whatever. Yeah,
0: park. yeah, because the daddy e- the dad even brings up about the the agent, and she yeah. she basically like apologizes for like lying.
1: Yeah, she says, "Look, I'm sorry." She said, I, someone told me that if I if I knew people, I would be more. interested yeah, I'd have a better chance. Yeah, but they seem to have like quite a good time, and she asks him, you know, like if if they could meet again. And she basically yeah. says she she is this where she comes out with like the like, kind of like a semi monologue where she's like, you know, I've got nobody, I haven't got anybody, nobody's confiding, like I'm all on my own. It's that that kind of thing, do you know what I mean? Where she, yeah. she's essentially just she's got nothing besides Yeah.
0: and This whole this little guy. conversation's done for in a of like the little uh, street shots.
1: Yeah, where, where they Him kind and of Asami
0: like, are like walking together, but you're getting the whole like dialogue that they're having together.
1: So he goes and he tells his mate, you know, he's like, I've picked her. She's she's the fucking one, last one I want. And his mate, like you said, his mate's obviously straight away. He's like, no, there's there's something fucking. There's
0: well, he's been he's wrong. been trying to find out more information about her, and he's like, I've been speaking to loads of people, and I literally can't find anything about this girl.
1: Yeah, like basically saying
0: like she's not she's not who she says she is. If she was who she said she was, there'd be someone who would know about her. Yeah, about can't her. can't find yeah. anything. But the, he comes out with like, well, even if she causes me any trouble, I can handle it.
1: Yeah. Because
0: the mate even like, warned him like, like, I really don't think you should speak to her anymore.
1: Well, I think they agree. This is the scene where they kind of like, agree to each other. You know, he's like, look, if you're not going to stay away from her. Like, at least just cool down a little bit. Like, leave yeah. it for a while. Like, don't bring her straight away. Just, like, chill out. He's like, you know, you're not you're not a kid. You're not a 15-year-old. He's like, just, you know, calm down a Yeah, take bit. it slow, yeah. When he tells her, like, obviously, Shigiharu does take the advice at the beginning. He basically, you know, he he doesn't ring her. It seems like, you know, quite a bit of time has passed. And like, there's a few times where he goes to ring her, I think, and then he doesn't. He just, like, looks at the phone and then, like, walks away from it. There's this one shot where you see Asami... And it's very similar to the first shot you saw her when she was listening to the radio. And she's literally sitting on the floor motionless. Yeah, like on her knees. To ring. Yeah, just, like, just waiting for the phone to ring.
0: But even like her posture is just like really creepy.
1: She just looks. She looks like the girl from the ring, or something like. Yeah, it's it's it's,
0: like, it's, it's just weird. that pose that you only ever really gets nailed in like Asian horror films. Yeah, like you know I'm I mean. sorry
1: to see it, but it's I'm sorry to say it, but it's like it's a Japanese kind of pose, kind of. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's
0: like they're so good at that. If you saw you know, it in like, a Western like, film, you'd probably just laugh. Like what? <laughs> yeah, what is exactly. this? But it just works in this sort of film
1: i think that's one of the reasons um as, as you know bringing up another film which is uh, not japanese but it's korean train to busan works so well as well is that the zombies are so weird
0: right like yeah. they,
1: they move very strange they're very jerky and they they get yeah. into like weird poses and like i said if if it was if it was like you know a george romero film with the zombies acting like that i'd probably be a bit like that seems a little bit hammy do you know what i mean like, yeah yeah whereas in like a in an asian film for some reason it just seems more creepy uh, i don't know
0: i think that's why i never tend to get on with uh western remakes of asian horrors because they always the try to keep that fit yeah but they try to keep that because even like the ones that people consider good like i'm not really a big fan of the american remake of the, of the ring
1: neither am i but everyone seems to love it and i didn't realize yeah. this until very late into like I watched The Ring and I just didn't look anything up about it ever again. And then, like, recently, I was like, wait a minute, this is supposed to be, like, really good? Yeah. Oh, I, I, s-
0: I could be wrong, but I swear it's even the same director.
1: Oh, what, is it the original one? Oh, fucking hell, yeah. I, I think so.
0: I yeah, can't, I right. might be wrong, but I might be wrong, but I swear. Or maybe he did the American sequel or something like that. I definitely that, think the guy that... The Rings about yeah, I definitely this. recall the guy that directed the original Ring, did one of the American adaptations. Yeah, fair enough.
1: The only thing I remember from the original is is the horse jumping off the fucking boat and dying. And I was like, this, this film's just yeah.
0: all... Well, like when you I finally think. see... What do they call... Because the, it's not Sadako in the... Is it Samantha in the remake? Yeah, possibly. I'm like, I you know. see too much of her and she just looks silly.
1: Yeah, like, I'm sure there's... But a lot in of the Japanese
0: like... version, she just generally looks creepy, because you never really get a proper shirt she's always got like her hair covering her face yeah yeah and it just yeah just never never no gelled with help. me yeah exactly yeah no but it's help. worth noting that um Tosami's, like obviously sitting in this fucking creepy pose and there's just this huge fucking bag on the floor
1: right and I'm the phone
0: is sitting right next to it like, I the didn't foam... even notice the bag oh really
1: the, the when you know the bit well we'll get to it, but there's something that happens with this sack very soon. And uh, when that happened, I genuinely shit myself, Richard. Cause I was like, I didn't even fucking notice that bag was there.
0: Mate. I don't know. I don't I, know I, I knew it was coming and I still shat myself. Oh right, It's fair, one of the yeah, best but, jump but scares like, I've ever seen.
1: I just genuinely didn't I mean I guess because it's it's put in such you know, it's kind of such a, like a claustrophobic
0: shot well the when emphasis you, is on her so yeah, yeah. And the, yeah and the
1: phone her and the yeah. phone and it's like this, this sack is and don't get me wrong it's, the sack is probably the only thing that's litting up in, uh, you know brightened up in the, in, the, uh, in the scene because she's kind of sitting in the shadows the phone's black and then there's just like this one hallway light on and it's over this bag and I just didn't see it even the second time when like the thing happens with it and I was like fucking hell I was like Jesus I didn't notice that giant sack was there <laughs>
0: Because the phone rings and then Asami just has like this creepy fucking smirk on her. And she like very, very slowly lifts her head up. And then that's yeah. when the jump scare comes in and the bag just yeah. fucking rolls over. It's the yeah. first horror moment of the film.
1: So, yeah. I'm, well, obviously we're jumping the gun a little bit because that's a little bit later. Was it? Um, because yeah, you see one shot of her like waiting for the phone, and you're like, that's what I'm saying. Cause like the first shot I saw her, I didn't even notice the bag, and then the second time you see it, she's pretty much in the exact same place. It's even creepier because they show you her waiting for the phone, motionless, and then I'm sure like a day passes before he rings her, and then it oh, shows you her again, right. and she's still there, and you're like, Have you literally just been sitting there?
0: Like, I think yeah, I generally think she has.
1: Because the next scene he, he's taking a day off. And the maid, the maid makes a comment where she's like, oh, you know, you deserve it. You look... There's a, there's a theme through this film. I think his son, the maid, and his friends say it. And they're like, you look really run down. Like, you look really...
0: Yeah. Um, yeah,
1: Like, you're not doing too well at the minute. Like, you need to calm down, take a break. You know, sort of... I think this was the, where the remarrying thing comes from, to be honest with you. And she makes this comment, which comes back. There's a few comments that kind of come back later on in the film. where she says that a man needs a woman to support him or else he'll be exhausted. Which makes sense, I guess, when we're talking about kids and stuff, because, like, you know, like we mentioned at the start of the episode, him doing the dishes, he must do, like, apart from the, you know, he's obviously had to hire a maid at some point, because yeah. like, I can't fucking do this. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, especially because it.
0: it's not even like he has a, a small job, it's, he's got like a pretty high, yeah, like up a job. big job. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, you know, it's, you know it seems to be like you know, there's this implication that he's kind of replaced having a relationship with a woman to support him with this maid do you know what yeah I mean? and yeah even she's noticing like look you know you need to you need to go and do something like you need to have a day off sort
0: yourself out all right you, know, you think she'd be against him like no 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 don't don't get a woman don't get a woman. she's out of yeah, the job If uh... exactly so the next scene he's
1: at work and his the female co-worker the one that he has like some uncomfortable tension with she kind of like makes a big deal about leaving work she's like oh what I'm leaving now.
0: Yeah, she's like, oh, I'm just done for the day. And then he doesn't really give a fuck. He's just like, like, okay, see ya.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like she's telling him she's leaving just to kind of start a conversation up.
0: Yeah. He's kind
1: of just like, yeah, fair enough. See you later. Like, okay, go then. And she, you know, she has like this like look where she like watches him after he walks away from her. And obviously you can tell that she's, there's something there with her.
0: Yeah, there's definitely Um, some sort of history or something with them.
1: So... He sits at work, and he's basically waiting. You know, he's kind of staring at the phone now. Like it's getting to the point where he's like, I desperately want to call her. Yeah. And this is the bit where I was saying, you know, it, yeah, yeah. And she, this is where she does the whole, you know, like you said, the whole the creepy smirk. smirk. Yeah. Like it's grim. It really is grim. But then, like you like you described, um, the the sack that's next to her, just like it makes this weird. It's like <laughs> like this weird noise.
0: Yeah. Yeah
1: and then jumps like a fucking foot in the air and you're like, oh my God.
0: What? Yeah, well, like, like you were saying, you, you just you don't see it coming. Even no. when I knew it was coming, it still got me. Yeah. This is like a jump scare done well. Yeah, there's no music.
1: There's nothing. It's literally just, you see her smirk and then you see the sack. And then the Yeah, if this was like
0: an American out. film. The camera would probably zoom to the bag, and then it would go... And then it would like, jump. And you're yeah. Like, well, I know what's I know what's coming. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So they they meet up again, obviously. Yeah.
0: They're at like she's a little a... cafe bar
1: type place. Yeah. And, you know, she kind of says, like, oh, I've been waiting and waiting and waiting. And it's like, we fucking know. Well, yeah.
0: Fucking she's go. basically like, oh, I thought you were never going to call me again. Probably better if you didn't, to be honest. <laughs> Yeah. Um, <laughs> it would have made it would have made a pretty boring film
1: <laughs> yeah but i mean he, he would have like well i'm not getting... yeah we will get to it he asks about a family and I, th- I think she says something like her parents divorced very early on and then it, it, this comes back in detail but i think at the beginning like we only kind of hear that she you know she her parents divorced and she went away somewhere she makes this like really big deal over like she's like you know you know i'd never lie to you don't you and he's I mean, like, it's like,
0: well, surely he has.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But he's obviously like, you know, like, fair enough. Okay. Like, I, I hope not. And she's like, no, no, no. But I, I, I definitely wouldn't ever lie to you about anything. And they're like, you like, oh, well, you kind of weirded me out a little bit, to be honest. <laughs> like, maybe, well, they, maybe, maybe keep a secret. Yeah. <laughs> like, well,
0: they, they do this cool little thing in this scene. And when the date starts, they make a point to show you that there's a lot of people at this cafe. There's and like then it does like, them. yeah, it does like a cut where they're the only ones left, which I thought was like a really good way of showing that they've been there for a long ass time.
1: Yeah. And it also explains where the, because the, the whole family comment goes into a lot more detail later yeah. on. There's, yeah. there's kind of like this revelation and uh, this, I'm you know, obviously this is one of the parts that they cut. They kind of yeah. cut it. Because um, when I first watched it, I was like, was that a cut? I was like, Jesus Christ, that was kind of abrupt. I was like, that's weird to be in like, you know, like a such a high-ranking, you know, kind of film. Do you know what I mean? But then I got yeah. it. I was like, oh, I get it at the end of it. But do you, you know, obviously, you, did what? Did you get the impression? with you know? It's like that. She's buttering him up.
0: Definitely. It seems weird. Definitely. Definitely. Like yeah.
1: You you feel like his friend. You know, yeah. like it's for it, that scene. You kind of like this seems weird. Yeah, it's like, yeah, something... stop
0: talking to her. It's like she's telling him everything he wants to hear.
1: She also makes this really fuck. I don't know why this creeps me out so much, but she was like, she's like, when I used when I used to dance, I shed all my troubles with sweat. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I think I think think a lot of people do that. I think that's pretty much how your body works. To be honest, I think you, uh... <laughs> yeah, I mean, I sense you do sweat out your troubles. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's
1: such a weird thing she was like I shred them with sweat like, uh. but,
0: but she even has sh- like she has like this really depressing line where she's like oh it's all over now that like, I've lost the ballet and then he yeah. comes in with like well one day you'll find that life is wonderful and it's like you poor naive gullible man
1: it's great as well because that line comes back in such a big way yeah yeah. like such a big way yeah and it's kind of like offhandedly said you know what I mean It's it's in the you know in the it's kind of just like another line in the, in the scene. Do you know what I mean? Whereas, like, when they do the callback to this line, it's like, oh fucking hell! So they say they want to meet again, and you know, she gets she gets dropped she gets dropped off in a taxi. It's funny as well because the, the dad has another uh, Shiki Haru has another like moment of glee where he's in the car and he's just like she leaves and he's still in the car and he's like, yay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like I have a girlfriend. So him and his son talk about now about the new girlfriend I think he admits to her that she's like you know she's 24 and it doesn't faze his son at all he's just like oh she's closer to my age then yeah yeah okay fair enough Is that is that that make you feel a little bit weird but he doesn't care he's just like he's like it's all good he's like yeah fair fair enough and then again I think
0: that might be a cultural thing I don't think it's that weird for older men to marry younger women or maybe that's a horrible stereotype and I'm being horribly offensive
1: no, I mean, I've seen some of the front covers of their manga, and I'm like, um we're we're getting a little bit touchy here, lads, to be honest with you like fuck that even even rewatching Dragon Ball, there's some things in there where I'm like,
0: oh, especially if you like watch I... like the American version where a lot of the more sexual stuff is still left in yeah
1: yeah and it's just like you've got old men like young women are like oh i'll lift up my skirt if you give me a dragon ball and it's like
0: um well remember when um, i was reading through them and i kept like sending you pictures of stuff i was finding i was like jesus christ this is worse than the show
1: that's saying something (laughs) i know (laughs) by the way i'm not saying that the show is shit i love the show but it's just There are some things in there where it's like, things are a little bit different in Japan, aren't
0: they? Yeah. yeah. But again, it's, it's cultural differences, isn't it? Of
1: course. Yeah, of course. Um, but his, his son makes a comment. He says that he's going away with, oh no, no, sorry. The, the, the dad says he's going away with Asami for the weekend. And, uh, I th- the the his son says something to him like you know you're oh you're so in love you can't think straight and then there's the, another thing where you're like oh fucking hell there's something wrong here do you know what I mean like he's not noticing it because he's so head over heels
0: because the dad mentions said, he's gonna fucking propose and like it's a bit soon mate you've been on what two dates
1: yeah. Again, I think it's a cultural thing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like the, it seems to be the norm in this film.
0: We, we cut to like their little weekend getaway now, don't we?
1: Yeah, it's like this gorgeous little beach house where yeah. it's like the house is essentially on the beach. Yeah. And literally the, the back garden is the beach.
0: It's yeah, because Akami's like standing on like the balcony. And the dad's yeah. just, like, staring at her. It's very reminiscent of the shot where he sees her the first time and, he's you know, he's, she's got his back to him. Because the da- the dad's, like, making, like, a dinner and evening plans. He's like, oh, you know, I hear there's this great chef nearby. We can go to him and then if we get through that quick enough, there's a gallery. But you can tell, like, Asami's not really interested.
1: You get the impression that, obviously, he notices that as well because then it starts as if he's, like, he's kind of just blabbering because he's nervous.
0: Yeah, I was about to say, he does seem very nervous because, like, Asami turns the lamp off and the dad's still he, going on. Yeah. Like, oh, we could take a walk across the beach or, uh because then, like, like... A Sammy, like, starts to strip and he's still going on about. Shall we go for dinner? Like, I'm really Shall fucking we? hungry. And she's Shall like, I've we got go some di- fucking dinner for you right here.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. So the twist of the film is that she's actually Jason Statham.
0: Oh, my God. Eat your fucking dinner, you can <laughs>
1: Bring me to a beach house. Oh, fuck you.
0: Oh, oh my God. Where's Jason Statham? You need him. Can we get Jason Statham on this podcast?
1: Can you imagine? I think he's probably one of the people we definitely couldn't get on this podcast. You
0: I thought fucking... you were about to say definitely no. could. I don't think we, we can, mate. I thought i just not, come but... onto
1: this fucking podcast with two fucking geeks. I've had enough of
0: this shit. Oh, can we I please get Jason Statham and do an episode on Lock, Stock, Two Smoking Barrels? Oh, yeah, yeah how well did you know the man that said wankers,
1: wankers. <laughs> He's personal friend he is <laughs> can you get me in touch with him can we get him on the podcast
0: he can do the stinger yeah oh no he just do the opening these guys are wankers and you know what? Just let them do the episode. We'll just sit and listen. I would happily. But like, there's too much Cockney in this room for me to join in. Okay, let's just chuck Binny Jones in there as well for good measure.
1: Oh no, I don't know. I don't have to be able to take it, Richard. I'd be in the corner sucking my thumb. But <laughs> like, there's too much testosterone in this in this room. <laughs> oh fucking! Used to play fucking football. You can't. Jason Statham's like, oh, I used to fucking sell jewellery. Now I'm the fucking biggest. TV star, film star in the world. I'm in Fast and Furious, you can't. When, when's Vinnie Jones going to show up in the Fast and Furious franchise? Uh
0: Tomorrow. <laughs>
1: uh, it's been too fucking long, this has.
0: I mean, it could be in the new one. It got delayed because of the uh, pandemic, so he That's could true. be in it. We never know. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I yeah.
1: Cockneyisms. Let's get back to the uh, Japanisms.
0: Yeah, Jason Safem, I, I mean, uh, Asami, gets into bed.
1: <laughs> She's just like,
0: come, come here. here. Yeah, and I'm like,
1: um... And then she's like, please, I'm... Oh, alright, fair enough, manners. Please, Dude. daddy. Yeah. Oh, no, never mind. Never mind.
0: Never Is he, mind. he, like, Freaking starts to, like, undo his belt and he's, she's like, oh, don't, don't take your clothes off yet and, like, look at my body.
1: I was just like, I'm sorry. What did you... If that was me, I'd be like... If that was me and even Charlotte now, where we've been <laughs> together for four years, right, I'd be like, I don't know if I'm up for this. Like, what's this about? <laughs> just look at my body i don't know why she's jason statham now
0: she's but, always jason statham
1: yeah it's just like what a f- weird thing and then she like pulls the cover up like from her feet and it's just like yeah this is ravine. a
0: tarantino's favorite shot of the film
1: <laughs> oh fucking hell i didn't even think of that <laughs> oh that's great it probably is as well so she she's like lifting up the cover like you know like from a feet and it's like revealing more and more of her until she gets to this like ch- two giant scars on her thigh and she says something like she was in an accident she got burned or something and uh but she's like you know I don't care I want you to see all of me I want you to think like-. and he's just I mean, you know obviously he's like you know you you're beautiful
0: yeah be it's like,
1: oh she- mega <laughs> <laughs> fucking Scott. Ooh, ooh. Oh, this beach house isn't for you, you cunt. <laughs> oh, I ain't marrying you, you dirty bitch. Um, But she she basically turns around. She's like, love me and nobody else. And he's like, oh, I will. And she's like, yeah, they all say that. Yeah,
0: it's but like, you're oh, different, God. aren't you? Yeah.
1: Like, but even uh,
0: you were on about how lines come back. Like that line fucking comes back later at the end as well.
1: Yeah. So he, he takes off his clothes and then they... Well, I'm assuming they have sexy time. I guess because like it cuts, and he kind of wakes up. The phone's ringing. Yeah, and it seems like he's not all there. Like he he doesn't. He seems very lethargic, as if he's been drugged or something.
0: Yeah, I think we've all had that sort of thing where we woke up and we're just really confused about what's going on. We're like, well, where, who, what, what's going on?
1: But it's uh, it's the reception for the motel whatever the fuck it is i don't know like villa place and you know he's the guy's ringing him you know he's like i'm sorry it's so late he's like but the girl that was with you she's left he's like so we need to know if you're still staying in the room yeah. it's like why do you need to know until the morning why like why do you it's very it must be very late it's you know because obviously it's dark he puts the light on the, the guy apologizes it's like could this not like surely if he was sleeping
0: you'd be like well we'll leave until the morning well, why would it even matter? It's like, she could have just went anywhere. She could have went to fucking Tesco. That's what I'm saying. I'm just getting some I mean, fucking I mean, snacks.
1: I mean, I'm assuming that he's saying that she actually came and clocked out. But even then, you'd be like, well, he's still in there. So we'll, we'll wait yeah. until the morning. I'm not going to ring him at like one o'clock in the morning and then...
0: You're fucking there, you can't.
1: Are you going to stay? <laughs> why is he on Australia? Good night, mate. You fucking cunt. Why are you still in your motel room there, mate? We need to get fucking uh, Daniel to say this line.
0: So we cut back to the uh, the dad and his mate at work now. He's he's on about how Asami's not answering his phone calls
1: because he wants his friend to find her, doesn't
0: he? Yeah, and he's like, "Well, she's got no other contact info, so I don't really uh know what to tell you." And he says, "Like it would be best for you not to see her again because obviously he's like, she's fucked up, something wrong." I'd be sick of warning him by now. It's like, mate, I fucking told you she's a wrong, and you ain't listening well- to me. Fuck off. You
1: say that, but I, I feel like there's some of that in this scene, because he kind of turns around to him, he's like, mate, look. He's like, you're not fucking 15. He's like, you're old now. He's like, you shouldn't be getting, like, he's like, have you just been jilted? By yeah, like, girl? you
0: should see the warning signs by now.
1: Yeah, he's like, and look, like, if she has left and disappeared, he's like, you know, just move on, like, you're an older man, like, you should be able to deal with this kind of thing by now, do you know what I mean? It's like, it's not as if you knew her for fucking years.
0: Yeah, at least she like, got just, laid.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, she'll about be like, mate, you fucked her, like, chill out, just like, that's, but you probably wouldn't have <laughs> He's been far. dentist. Yeah, yeah, by, yeah, by Asami. I wonder what the Asami system is. But, um, he basically has a hissy fit, fucking sh- uh, Chiggy does. He's kind of like, oh, I'll fucking find myself then. And, like, storms out, and you're like, mate, chill out. <laughs> Chill out, bud. She's like 24 years old. So the the first attempt that he makes to find her is by visiting the the ballet school that she used to go to. And uh when he gets there it's it's kind of like abandoned. Yeah, it's, it's all circuit.
0: it's boarded up and everything, but it doesn't stop him, yeah. He just starts ripping the fucking boards like, off. It. If I saw yeah. that, I'd just be like, Well, she's not well, gonna be it. here, is she?
1: Yeah, you just like, I'd be like, Well, I tried, that'd be yeah. that's it now. Do you know what I mean? Like if she rings me, she rings me. If not, like what am I gonna do? No, he peels the boards off and goes into this fucking like derelict building where you don't know if like the fucking ceiling's gonna fall on you or some shit.
0: Yeah.
1: I'd be like, I don't know about this.
0: But as soon as he goes inside You can hear someone playing the piano And it's just this creepy looking fucking man in a wheelchair And, there's, and there's, he's got like ballet shoes hanging off of it It's fucking grim Just grim This, this guy is grim Because he asks about
1: the girl And the, 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 the guy in the wheelchair starts like giggling at him
0: mm-hmm.
1: And he's kind of like, you know, have you met her? And he's like, yeah And he's like, have you heard her voice? Have you touched her body? Did you make love to her? Did you smell her? And you're like, who are you? <laughs>
0: Did you taste her? Did you devour her flesh? Was it good? <laughs> it's just like,
1: chill out. But then, then we realise who this fucking guy is because we get, we get like a flashback. It's obviously Asami as a young girl in her ballet gear. She's doing like ballet. This bit starts getting fucking weird, mate. This bit creeping me out a little bit. Yeah. I think it's just the fact that she's a kid. Yeah. It, it turns out that like, because there's this really weird fucking shot where this like kid is like lying on her back with her legs open and and this this old cripple guy is like crawling towards her with the he's got like this like like fire that sits beside him i'm guessing to make him to you know to to keep him warm i guess but it's just got like metal pokers in it and he like he crawls towards you know this young girl and then like this is where she got the two scars for cuz he puts the the iron poles on her thigh. And he's just like this bit's fucked up. But like, this this is where it starts getting really weird to me. I was like oh, yeah, definitely yeah. This yeah. is this is creepy.
0: Yeah, it definitely starts ramping up at this point.
1: Yeah. And he 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 even does a point, you know, when he's talking to Shiggy Hamu. Um he he, get, he gets off the wheelchair and it shows you his feet, maybe this Yeah, is
0: they're prosthetic, Tarantino's. aren't they? <laughs> maybe this is Tantino's favorite uh well it's like No, he has they're their like... fucking minging, I don't want them. They're so weird. Yeah, so if you're gonna have prosthetic feet, like why would yeah, why... you get them? They look like you... monster feet. Yeah, they look like they're rotten. But then again, I think I would get monster feet if I had the chance.
1: Oh, if I had monster feet, yeah. But I mean i No one's gonna
0: like... mess with someone with monster feet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it's like they're kind of like moulded into this like this like square of wood that you yeah. to like stand on. And it's just It's weird, but he he goes like completely serious and he basically turns around to Hammer and he's like, just go away. Like, go away. It's finished. So Hammer does the next best thing. He remembers her talking about, um, she used to work in a place called the Stonefish, which is some sort of restaurant, I guess. It's a bar? Restaurant bar, whatever. Yeah, something like that, yeah. So he goes, he decides to check that out and uh, he finds that this fucking place is closed down as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, because he He tries to to open a door, it's locked and then like, uh... because it seems like it's, It's in like a basement of like an apartment complex or something like that. It seems like a very weird place to have a bar. But one of like, I guess the residents passes by and he's, you know, uh, he like asks, I don't suppose you know, like when this place is open. And I was like, well, it's been closed for like over a year. Yeah, the owner's dead. Yeah, it's like the owner was murdered. What a mess. Imagine describing a murder like, because he says it like sort of like jokingly, like (laughs) what a mess that was. What a right right (laughs) kerfuffle. Chicky Hammer even turns around. and He's like, "What do you mean? You mean like it happened right here?" And he's
1: like, "Yeah." And they chopped her up. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's uh,
0: like the the blood poured into the hall. But this yeah, is, he uh, says
1: something like, "He says it's got tilted." He says the problem is that the tilted floor. Yeah, had a tilted floor. So the blood like came out into the apartment. I guess. Yeah, uh, out into the
0: the hallway. Yeah, you
1: know, yeah, the, yeah, the resident. Yeah.
0: And he mentions that when the police got there, that they found three extra fingers that didn't like belong to.
1: Yep, and an extra ear
0: and an extra tongue. Yeah. And then he just goes, it's a scary world, isn't it? And then walks off. I'm like, a bit more well, than scary, mate. Shiggy Hamu has this like weird vision, doesn't he? Where he's like
1: kind of envisioning the tongue. Yeah. And it, it does this really creepy fucking like quick cut shot of this like severed tongue on the floor. And it's kind of like moving itself. And then like, Shiggy Hamu just looks terrified.
0: Like, I don't blame Shit.
1: him. I mean, yeah, I agree, yeah. So, from with the next scene, we enter our last run, our last bigger run of the film, and this is where the most... This, is, this whole bit is probably what the film is most remembered for. Yeah. And yep. this is why I had such a different viewing experience of this film than what I'd been hyped up to have. Right. So, we see the maid, and she, she feeds the dog, and she leaves the house, and someone... We get another POV shot, and someone enters the house like after the maid's gone and you know you kind of see the dog like notice that someone's come in and he kind of like trots off um spoiler alert it's the last time you see the dog alive yep so uh Hammer arrives later on in the day you can see because it does like this shot where like you know it gets darker so obviously you know it's been a whole day he arrives back home he gets a voice message from his son his son basically says you know i'm not gonna be home tonight i'm out You know, with my girlfriend, I guess. So uh, he does, like you said, Richard, he does his routine. He pours himself a drink. So when the, when the, whoever the mysterious person is that enters the house, before the dog trots off, we see that they look at like a few different things in the house. I think they look at his wife's picture and then they look at the bottle of alcohol that he's got on his side and uh, when Shigihama takes a drink obviously the realisation is that
0: the drink has been drugged because yeah. he yeah he, he stumbles he, yeah he tries to get up and then stumbles along and then just faints he just
1: flat <laughs> out fucking yeah. falls on his and then we get the weirdest scene in the film
0: <laughs> yeah
1: because it's it's kind of like this weird Dream vision sequence kind of thing where everything kind of comes into place and you're like oh
0: yeah it's it's like a cross between like flashbacks and like hallucination type visions
1: because uh it flashes back to when they first you know that dinner we were on about where it cuts and we find out you know what happened in the cut now and she she essentially explains that she her mom and her dad divorced when she was very very little. She was fucking sent off to live with her uncle. The uncle's wife, I think, abused her. Like it used to batter her and, and yeah. like she said she she, was, she always had cuts and bruises or something, I think. And she was made to have cold baths, pushed down the stairs, you know, stuff like that. I think it ended up where the doctor started noticing the cuts and bruises, so we she was shipped off back to her mum when she who was
0: got remarried, yeah.
1: Yeah, and her stepfather hated her and that he was disabled. And as soon as it said that, I was like, Oh Yeah, you know
0: who it is, yeah.
1: Oh, and uh, Shiggy Hamu makes like a comment where he's like, you know, it's it's so strange. He says you've suffered so much, but you don't show it. And she basically says, you know, it's it's the ballet, ballet saved her. You know, that was she was like that was what I focused on to get through. She also makes a really uh, weird comment as well Because she says, oh, doing ballet Was the only thing that got rid of the bad And unusual thoughts that I used to have That's pr- usually a warning sign If you know anything about like Psychiatry and shit like that and, and personality disorders and shit like that Like if, you know The thing is like, she's having these weird thoughts And then this is the thing that gets rid of it But obviously, you know, we've been told That she hasn't been doing ballet for a, For a very long time So you're like, oh this, this doesn't seem good. <laughs> but while they're sitting there in this fucking restaurant, someone suddenly says, like, darling, and uh, Shiki Hamu like, looks to the left, and his wife's sitting there with his son, and there's another girl there as well, and is that the girlfriend of the son?
0: I think it was, yeah.
1: Because she comes back later on in the vision, but I saw her sitting there, I didn't recognise her at first she basically the wife basically says you know who is this person like, what's going on and he's like oh i want you to meet you know asami like you know she's the you know the woman i'm going to marry and all this and his wife kind of gives this shocked like look when she looks at her and she's like look if you're going to get with someone, get with anybody but this girl.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, say the fuck away.
1: It cuts to, uh, there's a point, I don't know when this is, if this is a vision or if this is a, a flashback. I don't really know this one, because it's like Asami and she basically like pounces on fucking Shigi Hammer and she wants to suck his cock. She's like, oh, I want you. And she just like runs at him and like tries to drag his fucking trousers off. And you're like, Jesus yeah. Christ. But while she's sucking his cock, it kind of like she comes off his cock and it's not her anymore. It's the no. coworker, And she's like, oh, you know, we, we had one night together. I know it was a mistake, but I thought it would lead somewhere. And you're like, oh, so this is why he's so distant with her. Because yeah,
0: yeah. She's obviously wants more, wants more from him. And he's just basically trying to ignore her to make her go away.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's, you know, he's had one moment where he's had sex with her, but it's never going to compare to his wife. So <laughs> she's like, I, you know, I, I guess, yeah, like you said, it's just get away from me. Like, I don't really, I don't feel for you the same way. But then it switches again and it's his son's girlfriend. Yeah. she's, she's like coming on to her. So I don't know if this happened as well.
0: I don't know if maybe, I, I get the impression that it, it, I don't think he ever actually did anything with her, but he's maybe fantasised about it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, like he's he's like obviously. I mean, if she's twenty four, she's very close. To, like he said, he's very close to his army's age. So it would make sense, you know. That it would. I'm not not saying that it's right, but it makes sense that he would fantasize about is is something. he's
0: Asian. They all have schoolgirl fantasies. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, but then he notices the the sack the sack sitting very very close to him, and uh, it jumps at him again. And then some deformed man. <laughs> crawls out, out of it to come out of the sack it's so weird yeah he looks fucked yeah but i mean like as soon as you see his hand it clicks yeah you're like wait a minute he's only got two fingers on that hand and you're like what did they find they found an extra three
0: fingers finger. at the crime scene
1: and he's also got his ear missing and his tongue missing and he's he's fu- and then you notice right that Asami's essentially in the back puking into a fucking bowl
0: yeah into like a dog bowl
1: and you're like oh no please don't <laughs> Please, please don't. And then, and then she does. She feeds the deformed man with her puke, and he laps it up. I mean, you would, wouldn't you? I suppose. I mean, I'm I'm guessing this is the only meal he gets. And he's got very long hair, so he's been there for. He's obviously been there for a while.
0: Yeah, I think you know. Obviously, I imagine the first time this has happened to this poor fellow, he's probably like been like, "Oh no!" But it's became such routine for him that it doesn't really phase him anymore. It's like, "Oh, puke time." I mean, I don't know how racist
1: this makes me, but um, it, it, uh, it it straight away reminded me the bit, you know, the South Park episode where it's like, Cuttlefish!
0: <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, I know I had the same thought, but yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Burrito like, is yeah. too delicious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Uh,
0: I believe in you, Kyle! <laughs> oh, what a great episode! Um, Human sent iPad.
1: Oh, God, it's great. So all of a sudden she turns and she's like, she's a little girl now. And she's like, oh, you'll love only me, won't you? And it's and it's not the little girl voice. It's her voice, but she's a little girl. And the crippled guy shows up with the fucking burning sticks. And he's like, he's basically saying like, dance, dance, you bitch.
0: <laughs> yeah. And,
1: and he crawls to her and then she opens her legs and then it's, then it's her older again. And
0: he says something like, he, if you don't dance, I'll punish you like I always do. So, like, this obviously isn't even the fucking first time something like this has happened.
1: No. But he he burns up with the sticks. Oh, my God. And then, and then, and then weird, she, he, he's, oh, God, this, this bit's so strange. He's playing the piano, and then she's getting some piano wire, like, ready. And she's, like, using it as a, like, a garrote. She basically, you know, she puts the wire around, and she does this all, like, really slowly. Like she kind of puts the wire, the wire, like slowly around his neck, and then she she crosses the wire, you know. So obviously that she, all she's got to do is saw essentially, and she basically says, you know, oh, this wire will cut through bone, you know, like nothing. And yeah,
0: this wire cuts through bone so easily.
1: And uh, she she garrots him with the piano wire, and then she she makes a comment where she's like, oh, you know, I, I never stopped being unhappy, and then mm. it shows you Shigihamu in the audition, but he's getting auditioned. You know, he's kind of like, oh, I don't know. Don't know about this. No, I don't know <laughs> what um, you know about the audition. Everything. He's kind of like in her place now, and then and then she just pulls the fucking head off the the, the cripple guy
0: with a wire. But while Shimada's getting his head cut off, he goes, "You're wonderful."
1: He does, yes. He's smiling. <laughs> do
0: you He's know wonderful what? Wonderful. Do you know what it reminds me of? What? Frankenhooker. You know when, uh, oh, when Frank Hooker bangs up, the, the, the budget <laughs> yeah, Danny DeVito yeah. and he picks up his head and it's like, you're wonderful. or well, like, that yeah. was wonderful or something like that.
1: Yeah, I think it's that was wonderful because it's like, he, like they come, don't they? And then his head pops off. Yeah. Or she pulls his head off or something. And then he's just like, oh, that was wonderful. <laughs> he's just like, this is strange. <laughs> but as she pulls the head off of the wire, it cuts straight back to when Shigihamu first passed out. And he hits the floor, and then he kind of he comes to, and we see that she, you can kind of see her. I think he can't really move, can he? No,
0: I know he's, it gets yeah, explained in yeah. a minute.
1: But um, you can see her like kind of behind like a semi-closed door.
0: Yeah, the door's like a jar, and you can see like just like through the gap of it that she's like gearing up.
1: Yeah, and and you know, obviously she's she's kind of like bending over, and you don't really know what it is she's actually like fucking around with, and then it shows you, and she's essentially like. Spun the dog's head like
0: yeah, the dog's 100, fucking 180 degrees,
1: like it's literally backwards.
0: yeah,
1: it's grim. It's a really good effect as well. Um, I just want to point out, like, the, the dog effect you only see it for a very, very little time, but it was really good.
0: Unfortunately,
1: uh, I, 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 I hate, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. I hated it. I hated it. I was like, that actually looks like that dog, and it's awful because they do they they've put the dog in that you know, like that kind of like stereotypical tongue lolling kind of expression where his eyes have rolled back into his head and he's just got his tongue out and his his head is literally spun round 180 degrees and it's just fucking grim i was like i knew it was coming and i was just like i'm still not ready for it still wasn't ready for it but yeah like you said she's she's like she's gearing up and she's got like these weird leather gloves on do you know what i mean like they're they're so like alien (laughs) <laughs> they don't look right like, yeah and yeah i get like, what you
0: mean it's has got like a big yeah. brown apron and shit like that and it,
1: and it all kind of attaches to each other doesn't it like yeah the, the gloves kind of attach to the apron it, ju- it just looks weird it looks strange it genuinely looks like something out of hostel
0: yeah it looks like something that's been custom made as well it's not like something you could just go into a shop and be like can i have a torture apron please
1: well it would make sense as well because like it seems like well, I mean, eventually we'll, we'll get into it, but it seems like torture has become her new ballet. Yep. So it would definitely make sense that she's made this thing because she's so, like, engrossed with torturing people. It's really good. The, the, the little nuances in this film are incredible. But she, you can see she's got, like, tools, like an uh, a needle, and she's got, you know...
0: Tools! What, um, tools! Tools! I've got to have my tools! I like to bind! I like to be, like to be bound. bound!
1: Oh, man. Shiggy Hammer doesn't.
0: That would uh, be the great twist, and he's like, "Jokes on you! I'm into this. I love BDSM, you bitch. (laughs) Hit me harder, mummy. Punish me. Punish me. She starts getting fucking punish
1: me. She gets freaked out. So this is too much.
0: You're fucking weird for
1: this. But she explains to him. She's like, you know, you're paralyzed, and she says that like whatever she's used, it's made his skin." Like very, sensitive very, very to pain. sensitive to pain. Yeah, she's grim. Like it's grim that there's something out there that does that. <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> the world, I guess. And she she injects his tongue. I think first. And is why is this? Is this so he doesn't scream? Or is is it because she eventually means to cut off his tongue? Because she it must doing be. It
0: yeah, ma- yeah, it must be. Uh, it kind
1: of. It, it makes him like. Twitch like she injects him in his tongue and he kind of twitches.
0: The twitching's horrible.
1: Yeah, it's grim. It looks like he's dying. Like Jeremy yeah. looks like death rows. Do you know what I yep. mean? Like yep. that kind of thing. But she 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 rolls him over and puts like this brand new sack on the foot. And you're like, oh no, I see yep. where this is going. She's yep. gonna take the fingers and she's gonna take the uh he's you
0: know, gonna be eating puke in no time. She rolls him onto
1: it, she cuts off his jacket. And she she basically accuses him, you know, you, you set up the auditions for sex. Like, you know, you you lot knew what you were doing. You know, she kind of unbuttons his shirt. push shuts part of these fucking needles. And I was like, why did it have to be needles? It's like Indiana <laughs> Jones. Where I was like, snakes. 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 Why did why it have to be have to, snakes? Yeah. Mine's was needles. I was like, why does it have to be needles? I was like, this is just grim. And it is grim and it's worse than what you think. And she she puts like the first needle in his stomach. And then this is where this whole fucking deeper, deeper thing.
0: Yes, yeah, like kitty, happening. kitty,
1: kitty. I know. And it's like, oh no, please stop doing that. Please <laughs> stop doing that. It's really, it's really freaking me out. Like, yeah. Gem- yeah. I, that made me feel worse than the needles. I was like, please stop saying this deeper, deeper, deeper. Like whatever the fuck it was. Like it's just like, oh no stop you've been you've been saying this to
0: you can see men. the joy in her face though like this is just part of a ritual isn't she because she, she keeps like saying like weird stuff like pain doesn't lie and only pain yeah. and suffering will make you realize who you are and only yeah, when you're says, in extreme pain do you understand your own mind
1: yeah and she says when you're in pain you see your shape clearly Yeah. It's like, I, I get what she's kind of I mean I, this has been said in a few other films but it's just like I get what she's saying but not to the extent you love it, love. That's a bit weird.
0: <laughs> yeah, but this is when she starts uh, putting the needles in his eyes. Well, she puts like
1: she puts a load of needles on his stomach, and then when she moves up to his eyes, oh yes, yeah, she drags like... herself across yeah, the needles. Yeah, and I'm like, yep. oh my god, please don't. Yep. But That is like that's worse than some of the things I've ever seen. Like that's yeah. just grim.
0: Because she's like sort of, of sitting something. on him in like a very sexual position.
1: Yeah, she's straddling him. With like and she's got this skirt on, so obviously her her pants, if she's got any on, are like rubbing against it just I'd just hope like, if oh, she's uh, rubbing herself yeah.
0: against needles she'd uh, be wearing.
1: Well yeah, but it, she kind of just like pushes the needles over. So I don't yeah. think it would do anything to her. Yeah. So yeah. like I'm not I, I don't even want to go into the fact that she might not have pants on. All right, let's let's not get this is fucked up enough, this film. But yeah, yeah, like you said, mate, she she puts the needles in his eyes
0: now. But she makes it worse because she like fucking twangs them.
1: I hated that bit Like
0: Jesus like, fuck Is he not suffered enough <laughs> Please stop flicking the needles
1: Please stop flicking yeah, I was like yeah. If she does that again I'm turning this off I'm, like, I'm not up for this This isn't This isn't what I signed up for But she's, she's like Only pain and suffering Will make you yeah, Like you said really Realise who you are And and this is where she starts To threaten his son
0: Yeah She's like If you, if he suffers Then you'll understand And she even comes back With like you said You'd love only me But you, you love your son So you're a yeah, liar
1: he reacts like, he's yeah. like, if you, if you, I think he's about to say, you know, like if you touch him, I'll fucking kill you or whatever. And she's like, see, you said that you'd only love me. And it's like, oh, come on. Love.
0: So I think it's implied that I'm going to love my child as well. Yeah. It's different kinds of love. Come on. Give me a yeah. break. I'm not trying to fuck my son. You're telling me I literally can't love my son anymore. I don't love you anymore,
1: son. I've got to be with this twenty four year old.
0: Cheers, Dad. Cheers.
1: But she this is where she puts like these fucking, I don't know, like medieval binds on his feet that like tighten to I'm assuming to stop the blood flow. Yeah. Because there's not very much blood for what she does next.
0: No, it's only really like on Well, yeah, I don't wanna give it away.
1: No, go ahead, mate. Here you go. Well, it's,
0: it's only like on like like the stumps where the blood is.
1: Yeah. I think yeah. when she's soaring, she, so essentially what she does, she she gets the the, the fibre wire. Or the piano yeah,
0: the piano, wire, piano whatever, wire, like she cut the uh, Shimada's head off with.
1: And she does the same thing she did with his head, but she does it with his foot.
0: Yeah, she even does the line again, like this wire cuts through bones so easily.
1: Yeah, which again shows you that she's been doing this for a while. Like she you know, like
0: you said, it's a ritual kind of thing. Yeah. There. And she obviously she ties the wire around his foot and it, it reminds me a bit of the scene in Hereditary where yeah, Annie's is- cutting her head off. And you know, she and you it, you can hear the wire going through
1: yeah for as as good as it was in hereditary like this fucking oh this nails cake, it yeah, yeah like it's grim there, there, there's like there's some blood from the veins like when yeah yeah there's there's
0: little splatters see... of it but it's not like
1: yeah it's not dripping blowing yeah his leg.
0: yeah because like even though she says that like, it cuts it through easily you can still hear like the bit of force she's given it and you just hear like yeah
1: f- well, she starts off like kind of just soaring and then she gets really into it and she's yeah. kind of just like pulling her fucking arms. And uh, also, just to make it worse, she also has a vision of the cripple watching her wanking. Well, so there you they go. They just
0: had to make the scene a little bit fucking weirder, didn't they? Like, can yeah. put some wanking and in here? she turns to him and she's like, fucking casual Wankers. as fuck.
1: She's like, <laughs> she turns to him casual as fuck. And she's like, right foot next.
0: Yeah. Like, like it's no big deal please stop making me feel like I'm a nursery. Or <laughs> yeah, like, it'd be like if you were like helping a kid get his shoe on. It's like, oh, yeah. right foot next. Yeah, sure, yeah. Right oh, but no, comes off. cut off. <laughs> and then this is where the son arrives home. <laughs> yeah, so she hears him. She, well, she hears something anyway. She grabs I think, like, I think, is it like mace or pepper spray or something? It's some I sort you know of what spray. This
1: was. I thought it was some sort of spray to knock him out. But it then it doesn't be, do that. So yeah. I'm guessing it's just spray mace or something like that John.
0: well it doesn't even seem like mace because it doesn't af- like if you get maced in the face you're gonna it know it's fucking hers yeah,
1: yeah and, like, and she sprays him like all over so I don't know I don't know what this was supposed to be she grabs a spray anyway and the you know she, uh, the dad he tries to desperately like get up he's trying his best to like I mean the fucking the poor fuck is paralyzed but he's still trying the son comes in he basically sees his dad on the floor it's funny because his son comes in at first he's like what the fuck are you doing dad <laughs> You're into some kind of weird of shit, right. ain't you? What are you doing? Oh, this is weird. Your foot's off, mate. And uh, I'll be having
0: that. You need feet, Dad.
1: <laughs> yeah. She comes up. She sprays the sun. And then the dad wakes up in bed next to her.
0: Yeah. And I, he, I think in his mind, he thinks, that, like, oh, fuck. Thank God all it's that wasn't. Yeah. Because he even well, like they're, checks they're to see that he's still. Yeah. And he checks yeah. to see he's still got his foot. And he's got like just a massive relief. And he's like, oh, thank fuck for all that.
1: Yeah, it was like, you know, this is, it was all a dream.
0: So did you think this was going to be like a fake out or did you g- get that it was? What? Did I like, did you think this was? Yeah, no. did you think they I were like, like oh, it was all a dream?
1: I was like, no, Takashi Miike won't do this to me. He
0: won't, <laughs> he won't mind Warpers.
1: I was like, no, cause to be honest with you, I, I knew it was going to be a fake out because I was like, how is this movie regarded so well? yeah that's how it ends yeah. yeah do you know what i mean like I'm, I'm sure i would have read something about that mate he goes into like, the bathroom i think i think she comes to check on him and yeah and they go but they go back into bed and she she's lying there and she you know she kind of essentially says you know like i'll accept your proposal and uh he basically you know he's like oh fucking hell fair play and she <laughs> she kind of goes am i allowed to be so happy and I think that's the first moment where I was like, oh, this girl's pretty damaged. <laughs> Do you know what tad. I mean? like, tad. No, no, but you know, like, very damaged mentally. She's like, got the uh, Harley see...
0: Quinn daddy issues t-shirt.
1: It's just like, yeah, but it's, it's just like, you, you, it's horrible because you start, you kind of understand her because you're like, oh my God, like you must be, for someone that doesn't know how to be happy, that's weird. Yeah. And obviously she's been abused since she was a kid, so I don't think she knows love. No, definitely not. You know, so she's like, obviously, I'm. i allowed to be this happy, and she, she, she. Well, I, I don't even
0: think she particularly had a great life when her parents were together because it just seems like when they were divorced, they get rid of her as well.
1: Yeah, like why would you? But she, she goes on. She says, you know, oh, I'm the luckiest auditioner, and he's like, well, why? Why is that? And she goes, I didn't get to be a heroine of a movie, but I got to be a heroine of real life. And you're like, oh, this is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> this is really upsetting now. Yeah, this would uh, be
0: like a nice ending if it was just a standard romance yeah. film.
1: So as soon as she says that, he jumps back to uh, he comes back Reality.
0: to yeah, yeah,
1: and he sees that his son his son dodges the spray and runs upstairs. She follows. She's obviously like fucking loving it. For, she's loving yeah, it to get you. Yeah. Yeah, she runs upstairs. She she gets. I think he falls over or something upstairs. And he crawls up. I think she grabs his leg or something. He falls yeah. over. Yeah. And she's kind of like standing over him, spraying him with this fucking spray over and over and over and over. And to get her away, he kind of does like he kicks her with both legs. Yeah. Like you know, like kind of that like fucking get off me, like get the fuck off me. And she flies <laughs> over the stairs. Like he kicks her like fucking over the stairs. Yeah. Like she she has air in that fall and she, you, know, she you, you don't see it but you hear her hit the floor and it's like it's that kind of noise where you go ah oh, she's fucked like that's a bad that's a bad fall and he you know the sun looks down and you can see that her neck's broken but there's this horrible effect where like i'm assuming it's her fucking like fucking hell i forgot what the thing is in your throat jesus christ i was gonna say sarcophagus <laughs> that's not right um uh, it's a larynx, or something, but something like twitches in her neck, and you're yeah, like, you can see oh. it like pulsating, can't you? Yeah, it's like oh no, because for for one second I thought, is this going to be like a weird monster movie? Then,
0: it's going to turn out she's. Like, I mean, she's it is Japan.
1: Mind. Yeah, but no, it just it's it's even worse than that. It's just like convulses. It's like Son runs downstairs, checks on his dad. He calls the police, the ambulance, obviously. And the way that Asami has fallen. Her head's kind of like the only thing that he can see, like peering round the door. Yeah, it's the same sort of shot when he
0: sees her gearing up.
1: Yeah, and she's, you know, they're kind of like looking at each other. And then she just starts talking. And she begins to repeat the things. You know, she's like, oh, you know, I hope you don't think I'm a clingy girl. I thought I'd never see you again. I've never met anyone like you. You know, so warm and comforting. You understand and accept me. Nobody else did. And I think this is probably what tied the knot for this film with whatever ratings I'm gonna give it because um I think that's a moment of realization from Asami herself where she's like fuck you actually were what I was looking for. Do you know yeah. what I mean? You actually were the guy that I've never found. You were actually were you're the guy that shows me that not all of these guys are the same.
0: Yeah, and you maybe went about finding her the wrong way, but your intentions were noble.
1: Exactly, and uh, it repeats the line where it's like, you know, it'll be hard to get over, but one day you'll find life is wonderful, and that's why we carry on with our lives. And then there's this this one final heartbreaking fucking shot where it's like, it's it's Asami is like a little girl, and she's just tying up her ballet shoes, and then it ends, and you're just like, oh my gosh, what <laughs> yeah. the fuck has this film done to me? Like, I thought this was going to be like a typical J horror. And then I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's that's uh,
0: that's audition, yeah. I like how there's just like a, a moment of silence there. So I think you need it it's after just,
1: it's just it ends so different. This film was so different to what I was expecting.
0: So you were just were you just expecting just a gore fest type?
1: I thought it was gonna be a torture porn. Yeah. I thought it was gonna be a to- I thought it was gonna be the big daddy of torture porn and it's not. <laughs> well in my in my opinion it's not. It's it's the torture's very well done. Yeah. But um I, I, I feel like I feel like people have done a disservice to this film by having it being remembered as that film that did the torture.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of people refer to it as that film that influenced Hostel, which.
1: Yeah, it seems like this film's remembered for like the last 15 minutes. Yeah. Or the last half an hour, if you want to be generous to it.
0: Yeah, but the whole film's great. Even the build up is great. It's a slow burn, but it's the right type of slow burn. Well, this is of
1: film where I will say that, you know, in the same vein as like grabbers which is you're going to be like what what do you mean why how he? or or, or something else like that they're very tonally
0: similar (laughs) though this
1: is a i I feel this is a film where the horror is a byproduct of what the film is really about yeah i i would say this is less of a horror film than a a drama that has horror in it um and I, i think like this film is i think the 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 way this film's remembered in my opinion is it's not fair on the film itself. I will tell you what, let's get into ratings, so I can. Well, I, so I, you, you do, uh, well, do ratings, mate.
0: Before you- that, I get the impression, you know, I'm basing this off of just my own assumption, so I could be totally yeah. wrong. But judging by the sort of film it is, I yeah. get the impression that this probably wasn't marketed as a horror film. It shouldn't have been. I think the trail f- the trailers would probably present it as like a romantic drama. Yeah. Because even like the name, there's nothing that really signifies that this is a horror film. And I think it's the sort of film that people have went in expecting, you know, just like a fucking nice little romance story. No, I think people... <laughs>
1: oh, I, yeah, sorry. Yeah. I think going?
0: after yeah. the release, yeah. But I, with, I mean, yeah, again, I'm basing this on nothing. That. I could be completely wrong. But it's just if I was marketing this film, that's how I would have done it anyway. But yeah, uh, as ratings, um, I love this film. I'm, I'm pretty sure I've, I've mentioned several times that I love this film. It's, yep. you know, obviously like I was going to say, I haven't seen that many Takashi Miike films, but this is like, this is my favourite one that I've seen so far. This is way more deeper than what he usually does. And um it's probably one of my favourite Japanese horror films. Yeah. I like, I think the film looks great. Yeah. I think there's Some a lot of really cool shots. There's great cinematography, like That's you were just incredible. saying. Yeah. Um I think the characters and like the the character development and all the character building scenes are just really good.
1: I think I'm going to go one further. I think this is one of the best character development in film. It's 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 like, um, especially in horror, especially. Oh, in
0: horror. yeah, definitely. I think that. Yeah, I think that's just because it obviously it doesn't ramp up the horror. So they have a lot more time to do all the the character development, and it really, really, really benefits the the film. I know a lot of people don't like slow burn horror films, but I am quite a fan of them. As long as I'll
1: go again, I'll go one further and say that I prefer them.
0: Yeah, Uh, yeah, to be
1: honest with you, like I, I think horror is always more earned. Once it comes out of kind of nowhere where you're kind of like, oh, fuck, here comes the horror. You know, you're invested in the characters in this film, especially in this film. You know, like you're invested in the characters and this shit happens. And you're like, (laughs) what the fuck? Like, what the fuck? Like the sack scene.
0: Yeah. The first sack jump scare. It's like. Well, like like I was saying earlier, I knew it was coming and it still got me. Exactly. (laughs) That's how you do a jump scare. Yep. You don't do them every five minutes. Yeah. I think he. What's his name? The dad. Uh, Shigi Hagu yeah, I think he's a great character. He's built up yep. really well. You really do genuinely feel sorry for him. It's like he just wanted to find a companion, and he's just had this... I mean, lucky for him, he makes it out of life. You know, he's not going to have a thing, yeah. fucking feet, but, you know, better than uh, living in At a bag, eating vomit. One. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he'd get a cool monster foot. Yeah, even, like, the minor characters, like the son and his mate... They're all great. I love
1: his mate. His I love mate, his yeah. his mate in this. Yeah. His mate was a bad guy in possibly another Takashi Miike film that I've seen, but I'm not sure. Because right. I remember liking this guy anyway. Right. But I'm pretty sure he played some, I mean, I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure he played, like, some samurai fucking guy, like, in, in one of his films or something. I, I might be wrong. But I recognise this guy from a film.
0: It just might not be a Takashi Mikio film. Right, okay. See, I recognise it. I feel like he might have been in a Western film. I'm not sure. He's very recognisable. What, the mate? Yeah.
1: Yeah, possibly. Maybe that's where I'm, I know him from. I don't know, mate. I'm uh, so ignorant to look it
0: up. I'll I'll, I'll look it up once I've uh, had my say, and then while you were talking, yeah. I'll look it up. Yeah, I, I love the film. I love it more, more and more every time I watch it. It just gets better. It's one of those films where you do just keep noticing things every time you watch it. So for that reason, I'm going to give it a full five out of five for yeah. a film and for Fun Factor.
1: It's that kind of film where I don't think I'd say it was fun, but it is.
0: It was enjoyable, you know, I mean? you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. it's, it's yeah. like,
1: it's you know, I think...
0: I think, no, I think I the think term Fun Factor is interchangeable. It can be Fun Factor, Enjoyment Factor. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, as a film... Yeah, I'm going to go for and uh, five out of five. Um, this film... I, I went into this film expecting something and it was completely different.
0: But completely in a good way. Different. Yeah, in a
1: way better way. What I had in my head, I was like, it's probably going to be good. He's
0: like, in Kill oh, Bill. This...
1: Fucking hell, he is. He's the fucking... Yeah, he's part of the samurai people. that she. He might be the one that she chops the head off when she gets up and runs across oh, the table and maybe. swings his fucking head off. I think it might be him. Yeah, like, yeah. fucking hell. But yeah, uh, this this film blew my mind for for several I mean it's it's just a very well made film I mean in the in the introduction to so the Arrow version anyway where Takashi Miike explains the film and he kind of says you know he's like oh you know you might like it but I think it's a pretty well crafted film I think it's a fucking well crafted
0: film <laughs> yeah I think he's doing himself a disservice
1: um, yeah I, I was like I, I don't know the slow burn is done perfectly um, you get you know the, the character development is incredible yeah I'm going to go one further and say that the Asami character even after she's done the torture stuff you even feel sorry for her Oh
0: again. definitely yeah you don't ever really think like what an evil bitch No genuinely think is, like you've been wronged so badly She's
1: she's so broken
0: Yeah that she doesn't know what love is
1: yep. and that when she sees it in Shigi Hamu or uh, I can't remember if that's his real right name but even when she she has it with him she doesn't recognize it until after she's dying it's it's when she's dying that she looks at him and she's like, actually, fuck, I've done the wrong thing here. Like yep. you were probably you were probably the person that could have fixed. Yeah, him. you
0: probably were the answer to all my problems. And... Yeah,
1: and 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 it's kind of beautiful in a way that he kind of does fix her as yeah. she dies. Like she kind of comes to, she kind of realizes.
0: Well, even at the end, when he's looking at her, it, it still it's he still seems like he's got feelings for her.
1: Yeah, he doesn't seem like he's bothered about what she's done to him. No. Like I mean, well, you know, obviously he is, but not to the point where he's like, "You're a fucking whore. I hate you. I'll never fucking like you ever again." It's it's like he's still looking at her as if he's like, "I really don't like what you've done, but I understand what's made you do it. I understand it." Yep. And you know, like I said, as the film, the film does a masterful fucking job of slowly releasing details of her past. Yeah where, you know, it's kind of like it kind of gets eerier and eerier and then and then it gets to the point where it's like, oh, fuck, no, actually, she's like you said, she's been wronged, it's like, so many times, like, as a child. And then she loses the fucking one thing that keeps her happy, which is the ballet. Yeah. And, and then you click and you're like, fuck, this is why she's turned into this monstrous torturer, because she hasn't got anything to love anymore. She hasn't even got her ballet to take her mind off it. She's literally yeah. like, she's just nothing cinematography is amazing i know you mentioned it but um genuinely some of the shots in this film are incredible i, I love main character as well i think he's he's one of <laughs> he's incredible he's just this lovely lovely man that's done his best to keep his kid happy at the expense of his own happiness yeah and then when he tries to get his happiness back i mean i suppose he kind of finds it at the end but like in a sweet kind of way but it's you know even like you said even even after she's done all this to him he's still like this pure guy that's like no i know how you're feeling you know he's like i know what you're going through like i know i know this i know why you've done it it's such a well done film mate
0: yes perfect
1: um, i went I, like i said i went into it thinking one thing and it blew my mind like halfway through i was like where is this going and then i was just like oh my
0: god <laughs> no i'm, I'm glad say, you liked it i'm glad you liked it <laughs>
1: The the dream, dream sequence or the vision sequence, like just before the last bit, is incredible. Like it's it's just one of the best um, dream sequences I've seen. We've just uh, on in another note, we've just finished watching The Sopranos, which has, in my opinion, anyway, the best dream sequences in film of all time. And this is pretty fucking close for me, mate. I was oh, like, wow. I was like, wow. This is a pretty cool dream sequence. It was weird, mate. It genuinely felt made you feel uncomfortable. It genuinely felt chopped up, you know, like all the back and forth. And then obviously the fake out where he's, oh, it's all a dream. And it's like, but it can't be. And you know, it's coming. It's like that kind of Hitchcockian tension where you're like, no, I know this is not a fucking dream. I know this is not a dream. Like, I I think even a lot of people would know that, mate, the way it's framed. Like, I I think that scene you're like, I think you're supposed to go oh hopefully it's only a dream do you know what i mean yes yeah, like yeah. in, the, in the back of your head you're like it can't end like this it's not going to end like this it's just, it's just a really 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 well done film and like i said i would even recommend it to people probably like it's it's it'd be a hard one to recommend because like i get more out of this film from the non-horror than i do from the horror yeah and don't get yeah. me wrong the horror is done Amazingly, you know the whole ramp up to the torture scenes and the the soaring of the foot and the soaring. Well, this of the is one of the
0: hair. films that makes me want to shake the people that are like, "Oh, I can't watch subtitled films." Oh, I don't like. Get it, you're man. just yes yeah, like you're just missing again. out on I'm so sorry, many I mean, good films. You genuinely are missing
1: out. Yeah, yeah. You genuinely are missing out. Like some there's some subtitled films that are way better, way better than fucking. And it took it took Parasite, a 2019 film, for people to go, oh oh, they make films too. And, yeah. like, and they're good. They yep. can be good. And it's like, mate, they've been making films like as good as ours for fucking decades. But yeah, it's, it's a hard one to recommend. Like I said, uh, I'll just get that out of the bag. Fun fact or whatever the fuck. It's five out of five as well. Um, this film drew me in. But I don't know how you would describe this film because like I said, I get way more out of this from the actual drama than I do from the horror.
0: Yeah, if you're looking and for like an over the top, ball to the wall horror gore fest, then you're probably going to be quite disappointed.
1: Yeah, go look for a different Takashi film. Yeah, go watch Itchy the Killer. Oh, it was incredible, mate. I really love this. I really love this film. This is a, a go out and buy now. Like I need to get it. So yeah,
0: uh, I think there is a steel book, so that will uh, settle your craving oh, for them.
1: Wonderful, wonderful, <laughs> wonderful movie. I have to track down another expensive steel
0: book. <laughs> oh, oh, I mean the standard edition's pretty cheap if you're not that bothered. Yeah, but
1: I mean I've already got it in my basket. Like as soon as I finished the film, I was like, well, I'll put it in there.
0: So it's like the uh, last house on the left again.
1: <laughs> yeah, which I got. I did get that. Yeah. Uh, so auditions the next one. So I think because I think this will be a film that I will happily show Charlotte. Yeah, she'll get a lot about. The other thing I will mention as well is that this film does a very good job with the aspect of mental illness yeah. and what abuse can
0: do to you. I suppose. Yeah, like way before like that sort of became a think, mainstream yeah. thing to do in films. Yeah, like, this like, film is mean, like twenty-one years different. old now.
1: Yeah, and like everybody's doing the fucking mental health thing now, and they're like, "Oh, is it really a monster of the- mental health?" And it's like this film does it so much better.
0: Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, anything else you want to add before we wrap up?
1: No, no, I think um, I know you're probably going to ask me if I've picked my film for next week. Well, I
0: haven't. You can't. of course you haven't. So, you never, you never have.
1: So with Richard, you get like a little uh, warning with me now you'll find out <laughs> yeah you'll find out the next episode
0: could be good could be bad who knows yeah who knows could be a headhunter could be 13 ghosts
1: but well yeah yeah okay i I had to pick that film I needed someone to
0: hate it it made a good episode it made a good episode I enjoyed the episode but I didn't enjoy the film
1: no no neither did I Charlotte does
0: oh right so I guess that wraps everything up. We'll be back next week for the thick sum, whatever it may be. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Kiri-kiri-kiri.